Hi, I'm Tiffany Ann, your host of Dreams Recycle podcast. Today, we're speaking to a friend of mine. She is also a fellow Brit, so gotta love that. And uh, her name is Lydia L, and she is a songwriter, amazing singer, best-selling author, and a fabulous speaker, which is where actually we met. We were both speaking at the same conference. So I'm very excited. So hi, how are you? Hi, Tiffany. I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. You're like one of those people we keep like bumping into each other and trying to meet up and it never always works out. So I'm very excited to see you today. Thank you. Thank you. I think those are like some of the best relationships, the ones that you know are constant despite contact. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And you and I actually bonded because our stories are not dissimilar. Yeah. And so, so tell us a little bit about you. So I, you have a beautiful daughter and, um, so tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are now. Oh goodness. Um, well life happened, I think (laughs) into two, uh, words, but I, um, used to be, or I guess I'm a recovering mathematician. Um, (laughs) I went to school for math and music and then I kind of, developed a career doing different things with mathematics. I ended up with the Department of Defense for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got married right after, uh, I'd probably say a couple years after college, you know, you're in mm-hmm. that whole bright-eyed, bushy-tailed thing. And um, it, it was a picture that I would say was good to look at until you got up close. Ah, yes. Well, I think that's true of a lot of marriages, right? I always say say we never really owe anyone an explanation of what's going on in our marriage, Mm -hmm. because unless you're one of the two people in it, you really don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, so you, um, you actually got divorced, correct? I did. I did. Um, Right after we had uh, our little girl, her name is London. Um, We, we got divorced and I actually, my career in math kind of took off. We got divorced and then I got um, placed with the Department of Defense at the Pentagon. And I just Mm -hmm. started doing a whole lot of work there, which was really great. I loved it, but only for a time. I really started Mm -hmm through the tragedy of discovering myself again. I was one of those people who I felt like I got lost, you know. Well, in- like many of us, right? <laughs> you can't remember your own name. You're just someone's mom, someone's wife, yeah, someone's husband, yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. employee. Uh, All of that. I got lost. And so as I was discovering myself, I was also discovering, or I found myself discovering my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that um, – uh, through singing. Singing is what I've been doing since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And, and you were ridiculously talented. If you haven't um, heard her, check her out. You might see her. She's been singing with everyone. I saw her the other day on Ellen singing yeah. behind um, Alessia, yeah. Um, uh, Cara, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Um, Sorry, interrupting you. I'm like having a fan <laughs> moment. Yeah, this is what we do. We, we uh, come together. Um, So as I was singing, you know, through different performances and stuff, I would begin talking a little bit about my story. I'm really, really passionate. And people would be like, where does it come from? Like, I can sing about heartbreak and discovery and, you know, self-doubt and all Mm -hmm. of those things really well, because at the time I was living it. Mm -hmm. And um, it just manifested itself into uh, the need to tell the story along with the song. 
Mm-hmm. And so from that, people were like, man, I really want to hear more about it. And so I was like, okay, I wrote a book. I probably wrote it in about a month. It was mm-hmm. absolutely nuts. I did it in the middle of the night while my daughter would sleep. And um, I didn't really have a purpose for the book outside of just knowing I should write it. The book is mm-hmm. called And So I Prayed. And, you know, my, my faith and, and my connection with, with God is, is instrumental and was pivotal in me really pushing forward. Mm-hmm. On those days that I didn't have hope, um, I was able to, like, look to something that I felt had the most hope and faith in me. Mm-hmm. And so I just wrote about it. And uh, I did a concert, actually. I decided to quit my job at the Pentagon and move to Los Angeles to do this life of singing and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I released the book and then it became a bestseller and I was totally shocked. Like I was not prepared Aww. for any of that at all. And so people just kind of relate to my honesty. I, I don't write about the triumph as much as the validation and compassion in the trial. I think that's really where I I shine. Well, and it shows how many people, and obviously I've talked to a lot of divorcees and you know, I do. So we, um, but I think it's very interesting and I'm a big proponent of using faith. If, if that is your thing, obviously if it's not your thing, there are other things you can do. Yeah, yeah. But it really does. I see it on a daily basis with some of my clients, some other, you know, friends and family and stuff. If you have that strong faith, it really can be ridiculously beneficial or, in fact, the most important piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. to get you through that adversity. Yeah, yeah. And so how did you, were you like praying on a daily basis? Like were you, how, how kind of were you using your faith to really channel that through your divorce and through the aftermath of it? Um, I would, so... Like, you know, I have a daughter, she's eight years old and Mm -hmm. I have been in church all of my life. And so Mm -hmm. if I could be honest, one of the things that I felt was not effective, especially as I was going through my divorce was the connection that I needed with a community that I thought would be there. Mm -hmm. And so what it is that I was able to find through the disappointment of quote unquote, the community and people is I needed to discover what this was going to be for myself. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't the formality uh, that many people may think of in terms of praying. And I like sat down and stuff. It was literally just a constant conversation. Mm-hmm. So there could be a moment. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, faith is very, very individual. Faith yeah. has so many different forms to so many different people and the way they practice faith, the way they hold their spirituality. You know, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer, but I do, like I said, I think there's a benefit to holding on to that hope, whether it's in, you know, your own personal beliefs or through faith, that yeah. things will get better, right? Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, hope has to be yours. Like, up until that point, I was really kind of using other people's sayings of hope and mm-hmm. and other people's experiences for it and kind of saying, okay, this is good enough for me. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't really use that during my own time. Like I had to figure out how I was going to, you know, what I was going to speak about and, and, and how I would wake up every day and like the affirmations I would say. And like, it had to be as personal to, to me as my experience was. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really had to, because I mean, you can say a whole lot of things that people are saying, but if you don't internalize it, you know, mm-hmm. I may not have a problem with how, I don't know, my arm looks, but I may think my feet are ugly. So <laughs> saying an affirmation that's like, I have beautiful arms, you know, that doesn't really relate to me. And so I really yeah. have to, to make it individual. And there, there were days I write in the book about like feeling not beautiful. And I, I would go through that process and really talk about those things and come to a level of acceptance because I knew I was accepted. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's very important. And so um, you and I both are similar in this too. Like I wrote my book, you wrote your book. There's something very um, uh, kind of therapeutic about writing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, so tell us about like how you wrote your book. Like, did you feel literally kind of the pain and anguish kind of leaving on those pages? And when you write songs, do you feel like if you channel it somewhere else, it's easier to let go of that kind of pain from divorce and and move on i i definitely felt like there was um there was a a level of acceptance and growth you know Mm -hmm. one of the things that i think we do in any experience especially tragedy is try and hold secrets Ah, right we work so hard to look great even though we might be just completely crumbling on the inside so one of the things that i used my book for was to really show that I'm no longer a prisoner to these secrets of tragedy, of nervous breakdown, of heartbreak, of whatever it is. And so through that um, release and acceptance, I think that is where the growth happened. So it, it wasn't like I, I let it go. I just accepted that that's a part of my story mm-hmm. and I'm no longer ashamed of it. Yeah. No. And I think that's ridiculously important, right? Because, um, you you inadvertently when you're the holder of those secrets you're also enabling it yeah. whatever it is to continue yeah and i found that with my book like people you know not everyone has to like my book i don't really care it's awesome <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but um but there is something where once you let that go and, and it no longer has any hold over you and um and it also stops enabling whatever it was to continue and i think in many ways so and and i think we do that we feel so much external um kind of peer pressure to look a certain way and be perfect and you know not only does your fake marriage have to be perfect but then your fake divorce has to be perfect too what that just yeah and see and that's where faith really i think is 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 instrumental because what faith is, it's believing in what hasn't happened and holding mm-hmm. what is not yet there. Mm-hmm. And so when you're going through these secrets, you are believing that you will be okay, even if you're not fully mm-hmm. feeling okay yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You believe that you will, will become all of these things that, that are in you, that you probably lost along some journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's what the release did for me. Yeah. No. So how, so to people listening out there, I mean, you and I are both further along, you know, in our process now. So, so what kind of, what would you be your best three tips to somebody who right now is in that deep struggle mode within their divorce or just finishing, you know, their divorce and they're kind of trying to cruel their way out of the aftermath of that and really live a positive life. Um, the first thing that I would say is 
admit how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. If you lie about it, it's, it's, you, 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 you can't even start the journey. So yeah. admit the anger, the jealousy, the bitterness, the admit all of those things that you're holding and then don't hold yourself hostage for it. Mm-hmm. Um, find a community of people that are not trying to help you wallow, but help you win. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though you're admitting these things and, and it's in a safe space and there, and that's, there's a real fine line with that because you get those kind of people who, <clears throat> excuse me, always want to push, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need a moment to just say today was rough and they're like, Oh, don't worry. It's going to be great. But you want to be able to say today was rough, but you don't want to be around those people who, just all the party is only about pity mm-hmm. no um, no it's absolutely okay 100 percent to feel sad <laughs> to cry to have bad days to you know stay in your shower three extra hours so your kids <laughs> you cry whatever it is but you can't stay there stay there right right and that's what i tell my daughter like i say you can feel it but you can't get stuck yeah no and that's that's perfect way to say it because that's what that's that really is the difference between somebody who thrives after divorce and somebody who just survives divorce yeah 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 the second thing that i would say is i think i touched on it already forgive yourself mm -hmm. you know whatever part or whatever you know the biggest thing with divorce and and all of that stuff is people hold on to the fact that this, they made this decision for so long, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't see this. I didn't know that I didn't. So whether it is that they were abused or not, mm-hmm. or whatever came, just the mm-hmm. fact that they made the decision, they, they don't trust themselves anymore. Right. And, and that's, that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to, and we struggle with it, you know, that you, the responsibility is not that necessarily you did something wrong, but your responsibility is you either enabled it or you had poor judgment that you married somebody that you know in hindsight that you should never probably yeah. even been speaking to. None of us married them. Yeah, yeah. It's called, you know what? I wrote an article for Thrive called, um, I wrote an article for Divor- Dreams Recycled as well. Uh, it was called What I Broke. And I kind of kept on these things. And the biggest thing was accepting that I had a hand to play in my heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Of course. We are, we are half, you know, half of the equation. Some of us at 60, 40, but we were still there. We were present. Yeah. Let it happen. And then the last thing that I would say is, is keep looking forward. Mm -hmm. No matter what you're doing, like that's where the faith comes in. So even if you're not there yet, you just Mm got to believe that you will be. It might not be tomorrow. Um, and, and don't put so much pressure on yourself. You know, these people, for example, like the celebrities that have kids and like bounce back in 0.2 seconds, you know what I mean? Like that's just, no, not realistic. Yeah. So, so give yourself the pressure to, uh, relieve yourself of the pressure and give yourself the time to process, Mm -hmm. but just know that it's not going to last forever. No, and I always say, you know, it doesn't matter how how much progress you're making, as long as you're making baby steps and they're all in a forward motion, this is good enough because you will get there in the end, no matter what it is. And sometimes I think even just standing still for a moment and being strong enough to, you know what I mean, be resolute mm-hmm. that this is the, the, the level I'm going to stay at for this second is good too because you can fall back so easily depending on, mm-hmm the situation with a divorce, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it again or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you just, you, you, you got to believe 
especially with faith that you deserve better mm. than whatever broke you. Correct. And, and it's okay, right? Cause it's okay as long as you're moving forward. Yeah. And see, you know, if I could even be honest, like these are things that I'm still working on when we talk about. Oh, me too. Yeah. We're all works in progress always. Right. Even when we think that we got it all together, there's still more work to be done. Absolutely. So, you know, I am, I would say, I don't want to say hesitant, but I am definitely slow going when it comes to like dating again and all, especially Mm -hmm. with my little girl being so young, like I'm just chilling. one day but you know let's take our time so so what are you working on so you have a very very interesting eclectic life you live in LA you sing you write you make uh, write songs so what what kind of goals have you set for yourself because I'm like massive into goal setting oh this is good um well I am supposed to be I need to finish it this summer uh finishing my next book so Yay. I started it like at the beginning of the year and I got to like 80%. Uh-huh. For some reason, I, st- I don't really remember why, but my daughter's about to finish school. So I have zero excuse to, to- <laughs> um, I am going to be working on an album. Um, Yay. Super excited about that. That's like the ultimate goal dream to do. So mm-hmm. I actually, after um, this, I'm going to the studio. So I'll be working out there and doing some stuff. Um, so can you tell us sneak peek is it going to be about breakups and sadness or is it going to be pop the process, yeah it's going to be pop but I really want to talk about outside of the breakup of of um me and somebody else really the breakup of me and my past self like mm-hmm. I really 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 want to just talk about all of that like I'm not going to be her anymore mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be this new person and believe that I deserve this new life that I am dreaming for and working for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's going to be the, the whole album. I'm super duper. My producer is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually, you know, I'm ha- I have my first national magazine spread that's coming out. Yay! So- when is that? Very exciting. Yeah, it's coming out uh, June. So it's coming out this month. Awesome. Um, and it's Inspiring Lives Magazine. Um, inspiration yeah. is just a story away. So definitely check that out in all of your newsstands, Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a wonderful feature on me about Lydia the Musician. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a great, great magazine. So I'm super excited to be a part of that. And then it's festival season. So mm-hmm. I'll be going around to all the different festivals this summer and just making appearances. How exciting. So make sure you send me a ticket. I'll be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to be in Miami, actually. So Are um, you? Oh, very cool. Okay. Well, definitely after this, we'll figure out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you see how I just invited myself along? That was you, not, you like the coolest. So we uh, bonded. I think we bonded in like the women's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Where all great relationships and friendships start in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> how funny is that? That's very true, actually yeah yeah so so um so going back to divorce so divorce is horrible right we were just like we're in this thing and and we're trying to get out and it's really difficult and you can use your faith and you can use the great tips that you gave but like when when I talk to divorcees I feel like there's a piece that's missing sometimes Mm -hmm. not all of them where they just can't see 
anything better, right? So they're just stuck. We talk about moving forward, but for some people who are really, really, really stuck. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, for example, if I talk to somebody and they've been divorced for 20 years and they still haven't dated, okay, this is extreme. But what, what is the difference between people like you and I and people like them? Like, why do they get that like that, do you think? Um, I think it's fear. So the opposite of faith is fear. Yeah. You, again, it comes to admitting what it is that you're afraid of. So if we were to talk about me personally, you know, I'm afraid of loving and it leaving. Mm, Abandonment. Yeah. I think we all are, right? Nobody wants to be left. Nobody wants to fall in love with somebody and get hurt, hurt, you know, any kind of pain and suffering through heartache is horrible. Yeah. And I think that most of us, as soon as it happens, you, your like kind of gut instinct is just to build a great big concrete wall. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't happen again. Right. Yes. 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 But the, where faith comes in is you got to believe that you will always be better mm-hmm. no matter what leaves. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that, that's where the, the kind of cro- the juxtaposition happens. So mm-hmm. the fear is like, man, I don't want to feel this thing because it's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. But fear stops you if you say, oh, that means I can never do it. Where faith is like, I know that even if that happens, mm-hmm. I'm still Lydia. I'm still Tiffany. And I'm mm-hmm. still going to keep getting better mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, I feel like when I feel like the, uh, you know, it is quite a common thing though, where people will build that wall and then they just get comfortable living behind yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. so, so if there is anybody out there listening who's like recently divorced, definitely more advantageous to kind of take care of all these issues at the beginning yeah. and yeah. get comfortable mm-hmm. in this kind of, you know, no dating, all the walls and barriers, all the fear up. Because yeah. I do think it's harder the longer it goes to change, yeah. although it's not impossible because we all hold within us the ability to change no matter how long, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going through, I would say, even an emotional um, inventory of myself now where, you know, I've dated a little bit since. So when I divorced, my daughter was months old. Yeah. And so I dated some and even those relationships like sucked. So (laughs) I'm trying to, you know, the common denominator is me. So I'm trying to make sure that I use the law of attraction and that Mm -hmm. I'm not letting that energy of fear be Mm -hmm. what comes out in these types of situations. So Mm -hmm. my career may be good and and all of that other stuff, but when it comes to these personal interactions, I need to make sure that I attract what it is that I deserve and what it is that I believe should happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's a different kind of, um, knock-on effect of being fearful is we settle for relationships we shouldn't which is why the second and third divorce rate is even higher (laughs) because because we've settled we've said like oh god my biggest fear is now that i'm going to be alone i got divorced and now i'm alone so i'm just going to make you with you know whoever comes along and that never ends well yeah the it's it's you got to reset right you have to look at what it is that you did for, for lack of a better way of saying it, like I, um, I was using, or I, I should say, I have been using my daughter, even, even mm-hmm. though it's definitely wise and mature to make sure that you, I, 
insulate and isolate them until the appropriate time. Mm -hmm. It can also be a crutch, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I can I can't do this because she's here. But when is she not gonna be here? Yeah. So I'm just never gonna do it. And and mm -hmm. I, I kind of caught myself um mm -hmm. as like I said, I'm doing emotional inventory and I'm like, no, I need to make sure that I keep speaking mm -hmm. who and what it is that I am, even in a relationship. So I, I am Lydia the singer. I am Lydia the speaker. Lydia the best-selling author. But I need to say I can be Lydia the happy wife, or mm -hmm. I can be Lydia, you know, the the girl who is is properly courted, and all of those things. Like I I've I've never even said those two statements before that See? I can remember. You come on my show now. You're all better. See, Look at yeah. that. you are awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So it, it's just it's speaking. And that's, that's a part of faith. It, it is seeing what isn't there and holding what you don't yet have. So mm -hmm. I'm saying that this is my life, not it's going to be. It's literally my life now. And I will operate in this space and emit this energy that only accepts those, um, those confirmations of such. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's a good point too. So my, my children... In fact, my middle son today just graduated from high school. And as oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Yeah. No, but I, I tell you as a, you know, somebody that when I got divorced, my children were very young too. And you really don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And mm -hmm. so you put them first and you make excuses and you don't date or you only date like very randomly or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. the truth is your children leave. Yeah. And so there needs to be like these kind of two parallel lives where one, you are putting your children first. I'm a big proponent of that. Like you're not doing anything crazy. To, Absolutely. You know. But on the other hand, you're still Lydia and I'm still Tiffany and you still have to work on personal relationships because otherwise you will literally be 20 years later. Yeah. Your child has grown and you still don't know who you want or what you want or yeah. haven't found anyone. And, and, it, and it actually happens sooner than you think because it isn't really when they graduate from high school. It's actually more like when they go into high school because oh they get their driver's permit. They've got a million after school activities. They've got friends and other stuff. And then, you know, it's not that you're not their parent anymore. But it's, it's not so time consuming. You're becoming independent, yeah. Yeah, so you've got to have that kind of parallel thing going. You're super parent and you're also, you know, whatever it is in your personal life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, this, this summer I'm going to say that I will um, make sure that I'm a lot more intentional in that regard because I have been closed. And I think, again, you know, my platform when I speak it is really about authenticity and transparency. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. speaking from a place of, oh, I've arrived. Like, I'm still driving, you know? But, um, yeah, yeah, I think we all are. I really do. I think we all are, just different levels. And even, even people that we look at and we're like, God, really, they got it all together. When you really sit down and talk to them, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. still working on something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I want to um, really be strong in this particular area because I see that it is necessary for, you know, when I moved to Los Angeles, a, a big part of the motivation was my daughter. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even that uh, I wanted her to see this great area, even though it's fabulous here. But mm -hmm. one of the things that I say all the time is I want my daughter to see how dedicated I am to my own development 
Mm-hmm. so that she gives herself permission to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're modeling as a parent. I think, yeah. you know, it's like 75% what you model and 25% yeah. what you say. So you can say X, but if you're not doing it, yeah. it really doesn't hold any credence and yeah. they don't yeah. pay attention anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. so I think so. it's it definitely is better. But yeah. Lydia, yeah. thank you so much. We're running out of time, but thank you so, so much for coming on my show and we'll have you again whenever you want when your new book comes out let us know and we'll have yeah. you back and you can tell us about that we can talk about the music too that's always fun yeah yeah no i'd love to know what you did all summer so maybe at the end of the summer but why don't you tell us where can people find you where can they find your book where can they find you um well you can go to www who says that but anyway Lydia. <laughs> Lydia.com. Um, I am on all social media, even though there's probably like 20 gazillion of them. I am Lydia, L-Y-D-I-A-E-L-L-E. That's Instagram, that's Facebook, that's Twitter. I don't really use Snapchat, but you can try. <laughs> God knows who they got to get. They got to go like, this isn't the right Lydia. Yeah, I don't, I know it's just so much to, you yeah. know. No, it's anyway. out of control nowadays, really. It is, it is. And the book is available on Amazon. Yay. And so paid, special edition. And you get, you know, I, I have some videos in there. The prayer of a single mother, the prayer of a broken heart, the prayer oh. of an insecure woman. Like I really just, I'm showing you my journey for sure. Yeah. No, and it is a great journey and I've read your book and it was fabulous. So go out and get it if you're listening and um, we'll look forward to many more fabulous things from you. I have no doubt you're going to be a superstar. So thank awesome. you so much, Lydia. Tickets all around. Tickets all around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're listening, she's giving you a ticket just so you know. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much and we'll talk to you uh, in a few months, hopefully. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs>